stop right there. Before we continue with this video, I need you to do me the one biggest thing you can do for this show, and that is to like, comment, share, subscribe. Please follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, and like us on Facebook at W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And you can also please, 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 please help us reach our subscriber goals. Thank you, and let's get on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Rewind Wrestling Podcast here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. We are back with episode two of the podcast here in season three, a little bit earlier than we expected, uh, mostly because today we got news that a whole bunch of WWE talent, on-screen on talent, was being laid off and that people were being furloughed backstage. Uh, this comes just days after we found out that the XFL was shutting its doors permanently and that all of its employees were laid off. You know, a day after that, we found out that WWE had a significant amount of ownership of the XFL, which we had been previously told it did not, that they were separate entities. Uh, and it also comes, um, you know, as, as Mike and I were speaking about just a few moments ago, days after the fact that, not even days, I think it was yesterday, uh, where we found out that Vince McMahon is part of President Trump's entourage of of business owners and, and sports uh, aficionados that are helping to guide him and in, in how they're going to reopen the economy. And as you can see, I have Mike here with me today uh, to talk about where, you know, where these guys are going to end up. And and first of all, I think, Mike, you'll you'll uh, you'll join me in saying this. I want to wish every person that has been laid off, um, you know, in general, but it's specifically by the WWE um, in this circumstance that all this news we've heard today, I want to wish everyone the, the best of luck and, uh, we're very excited to see what happens for you next. We know that it's a sad time right now, but, uh, best of luck in, in everything that's going on and, and we're all pulling for you guys. Yeah. Like I have well wishes for everybody that's on this list. Um, certainly I feel like a lot of these guys are going to land on their feet. Some of them I think might have a harder time than others, but for the most part, I think everybody will be fine. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that statement. Um, all right, so so Mike, I guess what I want to do with this today is, you know, this opens up some doors for some people to potentially land elsewhere in the wrestling world. And uh, I want to talk for just a minute, and, and this is obviously all speculation, there's no reports out there yet, but I want to talk about uh, just each, each person that's on this list here, and I will be reading off of a list, so if you see me looking off screens, because I'm looking at the list here, um, you know, I want to read off this list and maybe we talk about where, you know, where if we think people are going to end up, um, if not back with the WWE, which is entirely possible after uh, after everything kind of wraps up with with uh, this pandemic going on. So the the first name on the list here that is on the WrestleZone website, it's their their top banner story on WrestleZone.com is uh, is Kurt Angle, who was let go from his producer position. Mike, what are your thoughts? I think he'll end up fine. I think he'll end up probably in AEW, to be honest. I think he'll end up being a backstage coach. Mm -hmm. um, it's amazing because there's certain guys that know when they're done and they pull themselves out of, you know, competition. Mm -hmm. And Kurt Angle is one of those guys where, like, you know, if he can't go 100%, he's not going to go at all. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he uh, he's probably going to end up uh, coaching a lot of talents and, you know, teaching a lot of guys the ropes and mechanics and, you know, basically how to develop themselves and market themselves. Yeah, so I agree. I think his best fit, fit honestly, is in uh, the, the only other thing that I could see for him, I, I see two other options for him. I see that he might land in New Japan because he did a lot of work over there. Um, 
right after he left the WWE. And I also see that he could go back to Impact in that same role, especially with the new ownership. Um, we could see him go back and do some do some good things there in that same role. I don't think that we'll see him wrestle anywhere else ever again. True. The, uh, I just don't see him as an in-ring talent anymore. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Could be like, you know, a TV promotion there, but... Yeah, or maybe a manager so, for somebody, you know. Yeah. Uh, the next name on my list here is Rusev. Rusev Day has ended in the WWE. Um, I think that we all kind of saw this coming. Um, Rusev's been in, in disputes for his contract for a little while now. He's kind of been off television for, for a while after the botched uh, you know divorce storyline with he and Lana and Bobby Lashley. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, I think he can end up in a number of places, but I'm interested to hear what you have to say. This is the guy, this is one of maybe three guys on this list that I think has a high chance of being a main event guy for another company and possibly coming back to the WWE after rebuilding his character. Because I would love to see him just randomly show up in New Japan Wrestling and destroy whoever their top guy is in the middle of the ring. I think his perfect fit would be New Japan Wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I, I think that he's less likely to go to Japan, though, just because he's so settled here in the States, um, at least on a regular basis. I could see him going and doing like what a Moxley did or a Jericho did and be over there you know, sporadically for sure. But I don't know that I would see him over there um, full time. I think that yeah, we're more just, like... Good. I think if the money's right, I think I could see him spending about one week there, coming back one week, one week there, coming back one week, just because he could go there and be their Brock Lesnar. Like, he could be their top guy. Yeah. Very easily. Yeah, he's definitely up there in the echelon enough to do that, for sure. Um I personally think that we will see him in AEW. I think that he will he will just jump ship and head over. Um, it'll keep him in the states, and I think that they'll pay him the right amount. And you know, the the money will be bigger here. I think for him than it will be in Japan. All right the the next the next name I have on this list here, uh, who gave a very emotional statement on Twitter today about this release, was Drake Maverick. Um, and Drake still competed in the NXT Cruiserweight Championship tournament tonight. I didn't get to see the entire episode of NXT because NXT is literally just ending as we're, as we're filming this episode right now. However, uh, Drake Maverick, you know, uh, had a big run in Impact before he came to the WWE. Mike, what are your thoughts? I think that he was the biggest wasted potential on 215 Live or 205 Live. Um, just because of the fact of his talent. Mm -hmm. When I saw him have that match that he had with EC3 at Impact, uh, he kind of reminded me of Shawn Michaels, to be flat out honest. I know he's not as big as Shawn Michaels, but his in-ring ability was just... I mean, the dude less lost like half his body weight and blood and was still yeah. making a decent effort. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so... I think he either goes back to Impact or he ends up in one of the off-brand indies. Okay. Like, 
I, I could see him at New Japan, but I could also see him going back over and, uh, you know, doing stuff in the UK. Yeah, I could see him doing some stuff in the UK. I could also see him uh, jump in with the guys over at MLW. Um, I think that his most likely landing spot is going back to Impact because I think that they'll be able to, to capitalize on the Rockstar Spud thing again. Um, but ultimately, I think that, that that's probably the best fit for him too is to head back to Impact, just the way that they're doing things. All right. You know what? He could even end up at NWA uh, Power. He's got the promo skills for it. Yeah, that's very true. He could end up in the NWA. I would agree with that 100%. I didn't think about that. All right, the next name on this list was a little bit surprising because he's been in the WWE for 15 years without being released, and that is Zack Ryder. What do you think? We were talking about this. We were talking about this when we first saw the small list, and I said... You know, I'm surprised Zach isn't on this list because I feel like he's a guy who will probably take a contract just to stay with the company just because he loves the company so much. Mm -hmm. When really, he kind of needs that, like, shove to go and do something else because otherwise there's too many cooks in the kitchen in WWE. And, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Excuse me. And he just, there's nothing for them right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I have him going to New Japan. I know he's probably going to end up in AEW, but I think his character would be huge in New Japan wrestling. He's another guy that I think will be a main eventer for them if he got the shot to go over there. Yeah, I can totally see that. And um, I don't think he would be a good fit over an impact. Um, but I do think that he would be a great fit in the NWA. So, yeah. so I think that Absolutely. I think that he could end up in either of those places. He could end up in New Japan or NWA, and I would be okay with it either way. I think he, him, Rusev, and a couple of other guys on this list are guys that can pretty much wrestle in any of these companies and do fine. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, Coming with him on this list, though, is his tag team partner, Kurt Hawkins. Um, I don't I don't know how I feel about him, because he was on the indie circuit for years before he got re-signed again. And as soon as he got brought back in, he just kind of got completely avalanched on the new roster. You know, I like him. I think that all the cool stuff that he does with the broski on the Wrestling Figure podcast, you know... Um, he's got a great personality. I, I've grown to like him more because of what I've seen him do on that podcast and, and talk about his passion for the business and everything like that. But, um, you know, I, I really see he's someone that I could see really benefiting from going to Impact, um, you know, because it still has that level of visibility where he doesn't completely disappear into the indies again. Um, but I think that he would get a decent run in that mid card. He could either go to Impact or he could go to NWA Power because with his ability to talk, he's a heat magnet. Yeah, he he certainly could go to the NWA. I don't know that I think it's the right fit for him. Um, I, I, I have issues with whether or not that's yeah. the right fit for him. 
but I, I think he could be successful there if he went there. Yeah. All right. Um, so I want to talk about the next two guys together, and that is Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, the good brothers, who were just in, you know, they were just involved in this Boneyard match that everybody's talking about on the internet from WrestleMania, and now they're gone. Um, you know, they had just signed new contracts not too long ago, and uh, I feel like the WWE just doesn't know what to do with, with those two guys. The problem with the two of them that I think WWE has is the fact that they're both, like, they work great as a tag team, but you can use them as singles. They were used as singles in New Japan Wrestling all the time. Right. And I think that WWE is so tapped out with singles talents that they just didn't really have a spot for them. Right. And you can only push so many people at the same time. Like, (sighs) they're a top-tier tag team for me. So, obviously, I could see them going back to New Japan Wrestling. Yeah. But I think New Japan might be hesitant to bring them back because of how, you know, the big talent jump went over to WWE. So, that being said, NWA Power... I, I think they're still too top tier for Impact, but unless AEW turns around and gets rid of a couple of their crappier teams and starts taking the tag division a little bit more seriously, I don't think they'd have a spot on the AEW. Hmm. Unless, unless AEW starts letting go of some of their talents. Right. Right. Which, you know, could happen... Especially with the fact that now the Good Brothers and the Revival have both been let go by the WWE. You know, that's just a huge blow to their tag division, just in general. Yeah. Okay. And, like, I I could honestly see, uh, I kind of want to see where Ring of Honor is going to be in this mix with some of these guys. Yeah. Pretty much any time I say the NWA power, I'm going to say Ring of Honor, too, because they're they're aligned right now, so it's kind of... It's kind of a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I think that... Uh, I think that their most logical landing spot is AEW, and the reason I say that is because AEW just had such a strong connection to tag team wrestling because of the Bucks, you know? Um, so I, I feel like that's where I feel like they'll end up, but... I could be wrong. Um, the the next person on my list here is uh, I'm really sad to see him go. Actually, is Heath Slater? Um, you know, I'm sad to see him go, but I'm also happy to see him go because I feel like he was completely wasted in the WWE. Um, what an underrated I performer! Feel like, I feel like the hope there is that he's going to get out and he's going to take things seriously, like his other two three MB members. And he's going to go get jacked, come back, and just... he. I look at Heath Slater, and I look at Brock Lesnar sometimes, and like you look at him in the face and everything, and it's like the same guy, but one guy took himself seriously in the gym, and the other one's just like, screw it, man, I got kids. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But uh, for the longest time, like, I can't tell you how many countless people I've talked to that compared him to Edge. And... Mm-hmm. Slater's a good talent, 
Uh, Slater's the type of guy that I think will land in, like, uh, say, like, Impact and end up, like, winning their, their world title. Or he could go and get big on the indies, too. Like, he could do... He could take the time to, you know, build himself up again. Yeah, I mean, Heath Slater, to me, um, really underrated talent in the WWE. I actually see him going to NWA. And I could see him being one of those guys that wins the uh, the television championship and cash, gets to cash it in for a, an NWA championship match after seven defenses and uh, really puts on a barn burner with whoever's out there. So I'm looking forward to seeing him, and I hope I do see him in NWA because I think that's the best fit for him just uh, where he's at in his career. All right, the, uh, the next guy here... Another Impact alumni, Eric Young. Eric Young. Is I think gone. he goes back to Impact. Yeah, I don't think that's a question. I think I think he definitely just goes straight back. I think he, the moment he got to NXT, he was wasted. Um, they didn't do well with his stable in NXT. They continued to not do well with it on the main roster. Um, I think he goes back, and I think he stays there. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think he goes back to Impact. Um, decent enough guy, decent hand. Um, he could show up in AEW, but maybe I don't think really. I, I don't think uh, he brings much of anything other than just you know a really really good hand, and he, he's a he's a big fish in an ocean anywhere yeah. else. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, Rowan. Rowan has been let go. Rowan is another guy that I think could easily jump to New Japan Wrestling in the same mold as Vader and Horace Hogan and just go over there and be a giant monster and just have a ton of title reigns. And I think he he retires on that. Yeah, I think that wherever he goes next, he'll finish there. I, I also could see him going to AEW to hang out with Brody Lee. If they do that, all it's going to do is draw comparisons to the Wyatt family. Meh. Who cares? <laughs> you know, all DX did was draw comparisons to the NWO. WWE still won. Keep them two apart. I think Rowan has a good shot at being something. Okay. All right, fair enough. Uh, the the next one on the list here is Sarah Logan. Not completely familiar with her stuff, so um, this one I'm going to leave to you. You know, I think that she's a good worker. Um, I don't think that she ever got over in NXT or in on the main roster. Uh, they used her a bunch during this whole uh, no crowd situation stuff, and they put her in that elimination chamber match. Um, you know, I just, I think she needs to reinvent herself and she needs to come back more energized in what she's doing. And I don't know that, that there's a great place for her to do that other than maybe NWA power. Um, uh, you know, and, and if not, you know, that's a stretch for me. I think that really she should go back to the Indies, um, and just do her thing, you know, um, I think that she ultimately will end up back on the indies, but I wouldn't be surprised to see her in NWA power. Uh, no way, Jose. 
See, that's a tough one because I'm not too exposed to his NXT work. And from what I gather, most of his NXT work was dancing through the ring, slapping the guy in the face and pinning him, and dancing out of the ring. But, uh... He had some decent he matches. Be one, uh, he, could be one of those, he could be one of those comedy characters, like, uh... God, who was the guy who was uh, talking about saving the environment that's now a big deal in New Japan? Dean Ambrose won the Intercontinental title off of him from New Japan. Oh, okay. I do know who you're talking about. Because um, he'd worked with him in the WWE, too. He worked with him in NXT. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I could see I could see No Way Jose ending up like that. Here's my thing, man. Um, I just never got behind No Way Jose. Well, that's the thing. Like, he really didn't get a chance to because all he did was, like, the goofy stuff. Yeah. With the he, other guy. he got Adam Rose. He definitely yeah. got Adam Rose. Um, and, like, Leo Kruger was awesome. Adam Rose was just... Yeah, yeah. Adam Rose now, by the way, looks like, you know, Macho Man Randy Savage, you know, towards the end yeah. of his career. Um, but, yeah, I just I don't know where No Way Jose ends up. I don't think that he ultimately lands on his feet. I think that he ends up going back to the Indies, and maybe we'll see him in another iteration 10 years from now. Um, yeah. All right, so the next person on the list here, uh, I'm just going to mention it because I, I don't know how it works, but Mike Chioda, longtime referee, has been with the WWF since the the 80s um, as a referee, was also let go, and he's listed on this talent report. You know, um, he'll be in AEW. Yeah, he'll he'll end up officiating somewhere. I, I don't have any doubt about that. Um, you know, he'll be he'll be somewhere for sure. Um, the next two names on this list go together, and that is the Canalises. Mike and Maria Canalis have been let go as well. They're either going to go to NWA Power or they're going to go to Impact. Uh, I, I see them going back to Impact myself. Um, you know, I, I could see them like double dipping and doing Impact and NWA because some people have been doing that with AEW. But I, I really, I see Mike Canales going back to Impact and I see him being world champion in Impact by 2022. Okay, speaking of Impact, EC3. I think EC3 is done. Really? He's too stiff to work in AEW. He's too stiff to work in WWE. You talk about a guy who looks like John Cena but doesn't know how to move in the ring at all. Like, when he was in Impact, for the first three months, they tried to cover it up by having him go up against guys like Dewey Cox. And then when he actually had real wrestling matches, they were like the stiffest matches on the card. Like, I... I, I I don't understand how everybody can talk trash on Ryback on, like, the internet wrestling community, like, threads and everything, but everybody loves EC3, and hmm. EC3 is a million times worse of a wrestler than Ryback. Wow. Wow. Um, I think EC3 will end up back in Impact. I, I don't think that he's done. What I mean by done is... I think this was his last chance 
to go and work with like the major leagues. Yeah. Yeah, but I could definitely see him in Impact, and I can definitely see him in NWA. I think the NWA thing's tough, but that's just... I just don't think he has it. Maybe. He's got the look, he's got the mouth. Only time will tell. All right, Aiden English. Uh, he'll probably end up at M- MLW yeah. with his partner. English I like. I don't like uh, I don't like the other guy. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I, I actually 100% agree with you there. I think he'll end up in MLW. I think that's the best spot for him right now. Uh, Leo Rush. Leo Rush is probably going to be a future uh, Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, I could see him in Ring of Honor. I could also see him in Impact. I could also see him in MLW. He could go lots of places. He's very versatile. He's a great ring worker. Uh, He's got the mouth. He could end up in the NWA. I could definitely see him getting lined up with someone like the Pope in the NWA. Um, you know, so so I think I think his doors are wide open for sure. Yeah, he he's one of the other main event guys that I had on the list. Yeah, that in the indie scene he is easily a main eventer. All right, so next on the list and last on the list here on WrestleZone's uh, list is Primo and Epico. The Colognes are uh, are out. And uh, they're going to end up with their family. What do you think? Yeah, I think they're going to end up back there. I uh, probably like AAA or like Puerto Rico or something. Yep. I just uh, they're kind of like the Samoans. Like they like to stay tight knit with their family and everything like that, and work family promotions. Yep. Yep. So. Agreed. All right, man. So the last thing I'm going to end with today is, uh, I guess I'm going to ask you, do you think that there's anyone else coming down the list? Not that we would ever wish this on any on anyone, but do we think that there are more names coming? And if so, do you have any speculation who that might be? I think it's amazing that Titus O'Neil didn't get cut and Lars Sullivan didn't get cut. Yeah. I think we're not done. I think tomorrow we're going to hear some more cuts. Yeah, I agree. I think I think that the names are going to keep on rolling here. Uh, in the oh, next. there were a couple of NXT guys too. Yeah, there were, but we haven't gotten a firm list yet because I think they were waiting until after NXT aired tonight to release a list of names for that. So as more names come out, you know, if another list comes out tomorrow, then maybe me, you, and Will will get on the horn with that. Um, all right, so Mike, thank you so much for uh, for joining us on the pod tonight, man. I really appreciate your opinion and your thoughts there, guys. We have so much stuff happening on the here, the Rewind Wrestling Network. We uh, we had a new show debut today. The Wrestle Game Rewind came out today, and uh, Tyler and Lionel uh, they uh, they got in there and they hit up 1988 NES WrestleMania. Uh, and they, they played through a little bit of that game, and they, they kind of did like the, just the insight into the game. Mike's laughing about it because he and I have played that game. And uh, it's just, you know, it's not the best wrestling game out there, but but we did say we were going to hit every single wrestling game we can get our hands on. Why is Andre the Giant faster than everybody? <laughs> Accurate statement. Accurate statement. In fact, I think Tyler said that in this video. He's like, why is this so fast? Why is he so fast? Um, 
you know, so so go check that that out. And then on Jolton Joe, I'm filming the Jolton Joe Wrestling Radio Show tomorrow night. Joseph Samael will be on the show from MLW, Contra's own. And uh, we're excited to have him on the show tomorrow night. So be on the lookout for that episode coming as well. Folks, thank you so much for watching with us today. Again, to everyone that's been released by the WWE. And we know there are more names than just these on-screen talents that we've talked about. There were a bunch of producers, Lance Storm... Uh, Fit Finley, Shane Helms, but those those backstage positions were mostly furloughs. We think that those are probably temporary, but ultimately we hope that everybody on this list gets back on their feet and that everybody's okay um, by the end of this. And we look forward to seeing what is next up for these guys who were uh, these guys and gals who were let go this this day here. So uh, all right, Mike, thank you so much for joining today. All the Rewind Wrestling Network people, thank you so much for watching, and we will catch you next time.